The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, Brett Heron is an MP for the Good Party. He joins us for our Thinking Point today. Brett, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Good morning, Cathy. Thanks so much. Well, it was three months ago that the National Director of Public Prosecutions announced that her office would by now have made a decision about whether or not it will prosecute um, particular individuals and specifically um, those involved in the Craddock for deaths. As it stands, we still don't have a decision regarding this issue. What do you make of it all? Well, I think, Cathy, I mean, the, um, the the prosecuting authority, the criminal justice system, the post-apartheid South African government um, has done South Africa a huge disservice with regards to all of the TRC cases. Um, the, you know, the, the transition from um, apartheid through to democracy um, involved a, a delicate balance of justice. Um, how to hold those accountable um, whilst also, also building a country that is inclusive and uh, based on reconciliation. And the fact that these cases have been deprioritized for, for two decades um, and um, have not been pursued by, um, by the post-apartheid criminal justice system is, is, a, is a violation of that process. That process, the, the TRC process was a, a unique process. It was the bridge from the past to the to the present, and the present is is a mess of injustice, and it is partly, I think, because we never finished the work of the TRC. Mm. So the failure to to prosecute the you know, or make a decision regarding the Craddock Four and or any of the other three hundred cases that um, that there was no amnesty granted for has left families and communities without closure and without any access to justice. Brett, the reality is that this is something that is hanging over South Africa because ever so often when we talk about what are the remnants and what has been inherited out of an apartheid state and why it is South Africa struggles to move on, it comes down to the issue of healing and the issue of accountability. Now, the fact that this accountability is not taking place in a way that would have been imagined for many South Africans, what is the message that you think it sends to the country about the extent to which those crimes committed under apartheid were actually um criminal offenses that offenses that need people to be held accountable for? I mean, we know that, and there's there's been two or three um, statements which have indicated there was some sort of deal um, um, in, between the apartheid government and the ANC government at the time, and it seems that that deal was to deprioritize um, the prosecution of these cases. And as you rightly say, this has left this um, this uh, uh, injustice hanging over all South Africans, but particularly those families. That are waiting for justice, and it goes to the heart of social justice, which um, which South Africa really grapples with now. So, you know, the, the failure to prosecute those crimes um, by the by the government of the day, which was really fighting for social justice um, for for decades, 
um, is, is quite frankly deeply saddening, but also shocking and alarming that this is allowed to be, that the outcome of that TRC commission and the identification of those who did not apply for amnesty or who were not granted amnesty and therefore, and therefore should have faced prosecution has been allowed to drag on. Um, and in the words of the police minister to me in, one of my, in response to one of my questions, the cases were deprioritized between 2003 and 2017. Um, so it is, it has left this cloud of injustice hanging over South Africa. And that cloud of injustice um, is not inconsequential. It, it, it filters and, and penetrates throughout our society, where some are regarded as um, immune from any prosecution and can act with, with impunity. Brett, I know that you are not, um, you know, the, the director of prosecutions and therefore um, it, 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 it's not necessarily a fair question to ask you. But if I were to say, well, when you look at it from the outside looking in, what could be the reasons why this issue is taking so long or even why there has to be a consideration for whether or not some of you know these criminals or cases should be prosecuted one would think it's a no-brainer yeah i think um, the answer lies in um perhaps lies in the affidavit of the former um, head of the prosecuting authority uh, vusi pokoli who said in an affidavit that um, there was political interference preventing him from prosecuting some of these cases so i think that there has been um a there has for certainly, according to that affidavit, there was political interference. Um, but the lack of prioritization by this government is really hard to understand. But what we really need to see now is where prosecutions can still take place, they must take place. Where prosecutions can no longer take place because the perpetrators um, or the alleged perpetrators have died um, and therefore cannot be prosecuted, those families are still entitled to closure and to justice. And that would involve reopening the inquests, at least, to, um, to identify the wrongdoing, even if the wrongdoing cannot be prosecuted because the, the alleged perpetrators are no longer uh, alive. One of the unfortunate perceptions that it creates, Brett, just before I let you go, is that the state has something to hide. That becomes one of the questions that people begin to ask themselves. Well, it is, it is a question that I posed in a, in a piece that I wrote about a year and a half ago, um, that um, you know, the TRC Commission's findings did implicate um, the ANC in some wrongdoing, but not obviously nearly at a scale um, of the apartheid government and those who acted as agents for the apartheid government in committing these apartheid atrocities. So it may well have been that in order to, um, to keep peace within the ANC, there was um, a, a deprioritization of these cases, um, but the um, you know that that cannot be um, what we were fighting for pre nineteen ninety four, um, and it is as I say saddening and shocking that um, this ANC government does not seem to be prioritizing the search for justice for those um, who were victims of apartheid atrocities. It's yeah. it's quite frankly gobsmacking. Mm. And, and, and of course, you know, the, the biggest impact, as you're pointing out earlier, lies with the families. Brett Heron, uh, thank you for your time this morning. He's an MP for the Good Party.